day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Entering Stage Right. I'm D. Paul Thomas, actor and playwright, podcasting from the heartland of America right here in old Indianapolis, Indiana, and joining me all the way from the left coast, but always entering stage right, is my wonderful co-host, the actor and director of some of the biggest hits in TV history, Philip Charles McKenzie, and a very good day to you, Philip. How is everything going out in Los Angeles? Good morning. I'm going to start with a song. <clears throat> oh! Shine on, shine on, harvest moon up in the sky. Last night, yes. September 29th was a full moon, and it was the harvest moon. So whoever saw the full moon last night, you saw the harvest moon. <laughs> you know, a lot of people make the mistake of thinking the harvest moon is in October, but it's actually September, mm -hmm. and the full moon of October is the hunter's moon. So last night's moon, we had the, we had the harvest moon last night. I have to say one more thing. Uh, you know, we, we are we have uh, we're starting to have uh, uh, gang problems here in our neighborhood, and we live in a very peaceful neighborhood. And wow. it, it it's a very specific gang consisting of two coyotes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who every time I take the dog I out know. for a walk, walk just before dawn, these two buggers are running. Up. One was actually following. I don't think he was going to attack him or anything, but he was following a jogger down the street. And yep. these two, it's this couple uh, that I mentioned a while back, and they, you know, um, they're marauders, you know. They, 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 <laughs> they, they, they come into the neighborhood and they, you know, go oh, after yeah. cats and, and anything, and, you know, small animals and stuff. So we have a terrible gang problem here <laughs> with, with two, two coyotes. <laughs> so yeah, well, at, at least the at least the uh, the harvest moon made it uh, made it pretty to watch them and, run up and down the and, street and, and better your local gang than uh, the uh, mob in Philadelphia, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, dear. Yes, it, it never stops. Yeah. It never stops. Well, you know, uh, Calif California. We thought uh, we didn't think. Uh, you know, we mentioned uh, a few weeks ago uh, a couple of bills that the uh, California uh, Senate and uh, oh, yes. Assembly had uh, had passed, and, and Gavin Newsom, seeing the writing on the wall, uh, vetoed them. You know, to to show what you know, he's not the radical that uh, um, right. that everybody knows him to be. Well, he snuck a few bias this past uh, week. He. He signed a law written by our dear degenerate friend, State Senator Scott Weiner. Right. Uh, this was a Senate Bill 407, which directs Department of Social Services in California to amend the foster care vetting process to deny a family the right to foster children based on their beliefs about gender theory. Mm. So if they, or they, uh, uh, hmm. Wiener says this ensures LGBTQ foster youth are raised in a supportive environment by creating, listen to this, standard documentation for mm -hmm. their needs. Adding mm -hmm. more follow-up from the Department of Social Services, requiring LGBTQ youth's needs be specifically considered in at-home assessments. Yeah. 
including clarifying that the conduct poses risk to the health and safety. So just, just think about this. Think about this. You know, the, the children who need fostering, who need adoption, the, this imposition of this of of, of 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 prospective parents' beliefs, whether they're religious or just, and you know, they they're not talking. They're not. It it's all subterfuge. It's all a lie. It's all a lie. Um, and to 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 deny children uh, a foster home or an adoptive or a potential adoptive home under these under these uh, these the guise of these these phony rules is 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 is, is, is quite disgusting. You know. By the way, uh, Newsom also signed a few other little. Um, uh, um, uh, Bill's he snuck a few of them in here too. Uh -huh. This is the guy. Um, he he signed he signed the Safe and Supportive School Act, which expresses legislative intent to require teachers and other certified employees of schools to receive training on how to meet the needs of LGBTQ plus pupils. Yeah, the invasive, and, intrusive state. You bet. The governor also signed legislation requiring K through 12 schools provide all gender restrooms by 2026. So girls have to be girls have to watch boys come in and, and you know, uh, and who knows who these Philip, boys might be. Philip, just, just, just to pause for a moment. Can you Please. imagine sitting down and you came from a Democratic household? I came from a Republican household. Can you imagine sitting down today with your parents and my parents and saying, did you ever in your wildest imagination, and your mother was a teacher, and my, my wife... And my father was trained as a teacher. Oh, that's my, right. My brother was a teacher and I was right. trained as a teacher. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. In your wildest imagination, could they ever have conceived that we would come to a point in which... It would be law that these were the kind of restrooms we we're going to have in our public schools. That's right. That's right. Uh, I, you know, thinking. You know, my my father was a uh, just as a quick example was a, yeah. was a was a super FDR. Uh, uh, he never voted for anyone other than a Democrat. My mom a few, t my, my mom a few times voted voted. She was she wasn't that hardcore, but uh, but yeah. my father, you know, it. it I, I never. It, I'm sort of going off a little side road here. My no, dad no. died about a year and a half before 9-11. Yeah. And having been a uh, captain NYPD, I, well, when 9-11 happened, I, I could only imagine, what would my father think of this? Mm -hmm. So it, 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 it goes on to exactly what you just said. What the hell would they... They, they, they would be on the floor flabbergasted by yes. this in, by this insanity they would <laughs> yeah and that says it says everything that just in the last generation everything has flipped upside down yeah. anyway i so this is all this newsom it really is a smokescreen that he's putting up on the one law isn't it just to sort of assuage uh perhaps some uh, uh voters eventually cuz is this guy He's positioning himself as a candidate, isn't he, Philip? 
Well, he is positioning himself as a candidate, and he got, uh, you know, you and I briefly spoke of this yesterday, and I don't think we can avoid it, really. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, you know, the Senator uh, uh, Dianne Feinstein passing yes. away. Yes. Um, I, this, is, this has thrown um, uh, Newsom into a, uh, he, he's got a huge problem. Uh, he, he was um, somehow hoping she wasn't going to die right now. He was probably hoping when she went, it would be later on next year in mm -hmm. 2024. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But he has been through his, through his big mouth. Uh, early on, uh, saying, "Well, uh, uh, when she does pass, I will, I will appoint a black woman." Now he's stuck with that. He is stuck with that. He can't uh, um, re uh, 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 reappoint Kamala Harris because she's the vice president. And by the way, I also read in three different places she hated being a senator. But that's you know she's not yeah. smart enough to be much of anything. So. So he is stuck. He is stuck now that he's, if he goes back on that, he is, he is totally screwed. So the one person that he, uh, I don't know if it's going to happen or not, is a communist uh, congresswoman from Oakland. I mean, super, I mean, straight ahead communist Barbara Lee, who has been around a long time, and he'll probably end up having to appoint her. Which makes this, you know, in a communist, uh, in, in communist countries, there are no elections, right? Right. Uh, well, you know, uh, if, when he appoints her or whoever else he appoints to the Senate, our other senator, Alex Padilla, was unelected as well. Uh, he was appointed when, uh, when uh, Kamala Harris became vice president and, um, so we, once, who, once Newsom appoints whoever he's going to appoint, we will have two U.S. senators, both U.S. senators from the state of California, mm -hmm. unelected. Yeah, mate, uh, think of it. Yeah. Who, ne who needs elections when you can just say, <laughs> you know, this, this sort of reminds me of, of we were talking about the, the EU. Uh, you know, the EU, nobody, nobody votes for the EU parliament. The EU right, Parliament right. is is on its own, and they appoint each other, and they are so, and they are separate and totally separate and apart from the from the uh, public. Yes, and here, yeah. so we will have two senators that nobody elected. Yeah. So yeah. that's uh, California, but you know, Deep Paul. Yeah. As much as I love the weather here, and that keeps us here, I. You know, <laughs> California and its politics is is the fount that keeps on giving. <laughs> well, it, it it is, and it's we're amazing, gonna, isn't we're, it? we're going to keep exposing it because uh, the truth of the matter is, as California goes, the nation goes. That yeah. we do not want. No, A and uh, Newsom, we don't want either. So, um, having said that, by the way, I did take the time indulgently, so Philip, to watch the, uh, the Republican debate uh, the other day. That that was something of an embarrassing debacle. Uh, uh, they're gonna they're gonna have to get a grip on the moderators. And the moderators are going to have to get the grip on the loose cannons that may be on that stage. And hopefully at the next one, the loose cannons will be gone because, um, you know, there's more than one way to shut down free speech, Philip, and that is just to yell over the other person. <laughs> and that's what was happening, uh, unfortunately, in the debate. But having said that, uh, regarding free speech, 
Uh, you shared with me a fascinating article this past week, and it deals with the whole bureaucracy and its censorship. So share, share a little bit of information with us from that. I found it fascinating article, Philip, fascinating. Yeah, this, this is uh, from the City Journal. Uh, it was written by Joanna Williams, and it, it, it's really interesting the way she starts. I'll, I'll, I'll actually read from it. In a recurring sketch from a popular early 2000s UK comedy show called Little Britain, a bank clerk listens to customers' queries randomly types on a keyboard and then deadpans the catchphrase, computer says no. <laughs> Which is that, you know, talk about, it almost reminds me of someone calling someone a racist. That's supposed to end the discussion. Yeah, well, it yeah, ends yeah. the discussion. Well, right. well uh, uh, this, this woman, Ms., uh, Ms. Williams, talked about, she said that sketch came to mind uh, earlier in the year when uh, the Can Canadian Society for Academic Freedom and Scholarship invited her to uh, uh, give its annual uh, guest lecture. Uh, the venue was to be the Public Library of London, Ontario, and she entitled her talk, Sex, Gender, and the Limits of Free Speech on Campus, mm -hmm. and was looking forward to the occasion. Then without any uh, apparent, uh, this is to quote her sense of irony, the library canceled my lecture with one email sentence. As per the library's policy governing room rentals, we are not able to provide, to approve the <laughs> rental request. The computer Com says, says no. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, 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 and to the whole point of all this, this is... No. This, this to me shows the, uh, I'll get to it, but it's thoughts in my head that the, the basic dishonesty of the left in that they can't come out or they choose not to come out and say, this goes against our ideological uh, uh, self-assuredness and our ideological positions and we hate you for having anything other than that. But what they do, they hide. They hide those those hatred for the conser for conservatives behind this bland, uh, you know, as per the library's governing room rentals, blah blah blah. Well, this is what uh, Ms. Williams did. She said, she said after much nudging, she, uh, you know, she. What the library staff? What's really going on here? She basically said. Sure. She said. She said that, that the lecture was considered likely to be in violation of library policy. What? Including but not limited to the library's rules of conduct. What? Charter of library use or workplace <laughs> harassment and sexual harassment prevention policies. Hmm. More specifically, she kept pushing. Then they got now get, get, they were getting down to the truth. There was allegedly a risk or likelihood of physical danger to participants. What was Ms. Williams going to do? Start throwing things at people and beating them up, or the audience, or misuse of the property or equipment? And finally, her speech might negatively impact or impede the ability of others to enjoy the services and facilities of the library and or library operations. <laughs> so essentially they were based they were essentially they were telling her you're a leftist and what you have to say we don't agree with so screw you but we'll put it under the bland uh, rubric of as per the library's policy governing <laughs> room rentals. Right. Now, this 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 gets 
this gets uh, aside from what I believe is, is basic dishonesty of the left. They that they they can't they they can't say what it is unless you push them, and uh, and 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 what it, what it what it also does to my way of thinking it it helps them keep their hands clean, you know. Right, right. If they can, if they can hide behind some 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 banal uh, uh, verbiage, it keeps their hands clean, you know, so that 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 they're they're above it all, which yeah. the left loves to think anyway. Uh, but and then when you push them, their true colors come out. And by the way, this wasn't just. Uh, uh, in, in the article, uh, she talks about, uh, Ms. Williams talks about, th th this isn't just uh, in, in, a small, in a library situation. Universities have perfected the bureaucratization of censorship. You know, this goes on a policy, uh, internet usage, harassment, tolerance, respect, all of this. And, and, and one of the things, this is, this is how, 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 how bizarre this is. The University of Oxford recently issued a transgender inclusion statement forbidding, you want to talk about free speech, forbidding unlawful discrimination, victimization, bullying, or harassment of trans people. Well, what? But now examples of this behavior include, are you ready, making jokes about trans people or their trans status, or consistently using incorrect titles or pronouns. Imagine. This, it, you know, so it, it, this goes, it, it's, it's not just censorship, what you can't say, that's what censorship is, you can't say this. It has gone on to the next step of we will tell you what you can say. What you have to say. What exactly. exactly. Even more than can say. Yeah. Exactly. You're exactly right. No. What you yeah. have to say. So this this goes beyond censorship. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. One, one, one of the things that, that and, and, and you know this, uh, again, because of my Christian worldview that just breaks my heart, is how all of this uh, that certainly is so prevalent, as you point out, in academia, and as she points out, is uh, now so prevalent within the all of these bureaucratic structures, is how it has worked its way into the church uh, Philip, you have vestries and elder boards and church leaders by the thousands now who are mandated to attend essentially DEI workshops of one sort or another. Uh, I have on a couple of occasions uh, attended those, I think the word would be uh, in passing and you want to again talk about quelching free speech. This is not a debate. This is not a dialogue. This is one massive monologue. And you will listen and be quiet and learn. And that is how oppressive the spirit of those usually are. And it just, you know, that they're, they're, it, it, it has it has wormed its way into the very heart of the church, and you, you, you know one of the things I find fascinating as I was thinking about this is is, is how our, our very our 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 dictionaries. I mean, I I've got on my computer here the uh, Oxford 
uh, condensed dictionary. I've, of course, got the Oxford up here on the bookcase, but I can uh, sometimes... Yeah, we never use bookcases anymore, do we? <laughs> no. we, just, we just go right online. <laughs> right, right. But I mean, you know, uh, under usage, for an example, under usage, if you go ahead and you look up, for an example, man, they will tell you uh, to, uh, or, or if you look up mankind or humankind, they will say, please see man. And then they will tell you how man has been used to refer not only to adult males, but also to human beings in general, regardless of the sex. Then they go, blah, 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 give you a little historical explanation for that. But then they move on to say, in some context, terms such as the human race or humankind may be used instead of man or mankind. Certain fixed phrases in saying, such as time and tide, tide wait for no man, can easily be rephrased. And then they give you an example to time and tide, wait for no one. Alternatives for other related terms exist as well. The noun manpower, for example, can be replaced with staff or crew. And in most cases, the verbal form to man can be expressed to staff or to operate. So it is coming from all quarters. Now, listen, folks, I understand that language that I adore is a dynamic a uh, 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 um, piece of creation and art itself, but there is a deliberate attempt to have you use nomenclature that fits their litmus test. And Approved it, nomenclature. Exactly. It's not just, it goes, but doesn't, don't you think, Deep Paul, it goes beyond uh, fitting, fit, I understand what you're saying, but, but it, it has to be approved. It's approved speech. Yeah. A speech that they approve of, and and if they, and if you go against what is approved, you are a, a, a heretic and even and and a hater. And worse, you know, I was thinking of the word inclusion. You know, everything is de uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Inclusion, inclusion, except if you think differently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Then there is no such thing as inclusion. So it's all a bunch of. BS anyway, their, their, their sanctimony is, 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 is staggering to well, me. Well, I, I love one of the things Joanna Williams says in, in, in that essay, uh, and again, it, it's, it harkens back to the church. Uh, she writes, uh, today it is not the pastor, but the DEI officer who seeks to act as our conscience. And it is not books, but policy documents that think for us. The end result is the same. Without exercise, we risk losing our moral muscle. We need to dismantle the censorship bureaucracy and demand, to quote Kant again, the freedom to make public use of one's reason in all matters. Yeah, this is, uh, um, you know, it, it, th this is one of these things, uh, you know, p you know, political junkies like you and I and, and people who uh, actually pay deep attention to this, uh, we've seen this coming and it's getting worse and worse. And, it, and you, know, uh, you know, normal everyday, uh, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, they, they go about their lives, you know, doing what they do, making a living, raising a family and all, all the wonderful things that people do. And uh, what um, it it will it will 
and I think it's starting to happen. Uh, it is. This, this kind of stuff, it, that when it starts affecting everyday people and they start seeing what's happening here, that's when the pushback comes. And, and the pushback is beginning, but this is a very powerful force. This is a very powerful force um, uh, uh, being, being, being pushed on everybody. Yeah, uh, but 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 there is frightening. there is something you know. Give me liberty or give me death. There is something in the American psyche, in the American spirit, that I think is almost unparalleled anywhere around the world. Uh, I really do. And you've just you've got so many hundreds. You've got tens and tens of millions of people uh, that are going to say, you know, we're just we're not going to put up with it. We we don't have any rules at our house to speak of. Uh, you know, uh, what's the old biblical phrase again? Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So we try to have a very, shall we say, liberating atmosphere. But you know, the one sort of rule that my wife and I that just evolved is we never allow, never allowed our children to, to use the word, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Well, that's, and that's what's being said. They're not using those quite, quite those words, but that's what they're saying, aren't they? Isn't it? That's exactly what they're saying. Exactly what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. You can't say that. And you know, that the... the, the uh, the self-righteousness, uh, and I, I always go back to the sort of self-righteousness and arrogance of, 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 of that they know better. You know, there's, you know, there's a word that's been thrown around that is consistently thrown around that was thrown around in the, uh, the, the California thing I did about, uh, about you know, uh, um, uh, the gay world uh, or trans people, something like this yeah. that, we have, yeah. that we have to, that we don't have to accept them. We have to honor them and exalt them above, above everybody. They are the new, they are the new, uh, you know, uh, uber victims, you know. But yeah. there's a word that goes around and sort of works its way through all of this is safety. We feel yes. for their safety. It has yes. to be a safe place. What does that mean? Safe place because somebody's little feelings might get hurt or someone might say something that you disagree with and all of a sudden it is laid out in a safety form, meaning there is, when you say safety, that means the, the, the implicit, what is implied there is violence. Right. And I'm I'm looking at this. I'm looking. Th there was something that happened this week, uh, a video in a school, uh, an elementary school or junior high, nothing more than that, mm -hmm. uh, maybe high school. But these mm -hmm. kids looked awfully young. A boy who claimed to be trans, dressed as a girl, beat that crap out of a young girl in in the hall. And then a little while later, beat the crap out of two other girls in the hallway. Now that, those girls were, were not in a safe place right. because right. of what was done to them. But the school, the school didn't just immediately throw this, this kid out. 
they, they, they wrote this whole statement. I don't know what's going to happen to it, but well, we have to go through a process and blah, 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 blah. So all of a sudden you can see it, you can see it sneaking in there that because he's trans, we have to be careful for his safety after he beat the crap, physically beat the crap out of two, three, three, three girls mm -hmm. in the school hallways. Mm -hmm. So this term, a safe place and safety is, 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 is really, really fraudulent. Yeah, I, I, again, you know, it's it, it's a phrase that has lost all meaning because it can be right. applicable to anything. Right. You exactly. know, I'm an I'm an atheist and when I walk by a church, the cross on the steeple offends me. Oh, yes. It, 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 oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, you know, and mm -hmm. and and um when when I'm on the campus and I see somebody who was a slaveholder, it offends me. Yeah, I, I feel unsafe. Exactly. I, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, there's a reason, you know, that, uh, and I don't like the cliches usually, but there is a reason Snowflake uh, be, be, became part of the rhetoric in yeah. the debate. Because, right. I mean, these people would melt at, you know, an arched eyebrow and imbue you with what is being said in that arch, uh, arched eyebrow. Give me liberty or give me la death. Listen, Philip, um, I, because... A couple of the things you have here in your PS and in your hero just really feed into this and people also pushing back. And I'm going to suspend my PS actually in and just mention it in the form of my hero. But why don't you uh, just go right in, if you wouldn't mind, to um, some of the the women who are more who, who really are concerned about their true safety uh, uh, in the uh, African-American community? Yeah, well, you know, this goes back, as we've talked about, uh, almost ad nauseum now, but the uh, you know defund the police after defund the police and then they do defund the police and as we've talked about as an example in Oakland uh, um, citizens uh, in, including major groups and you know Oakland is a is in many ways a black city of black people saying where the hell are the police what are you doing to us you know suppose this you know defund the police was supposed to be some kind of uh, some kind of uh, simpatico with the minority community because they are being oppressed. Well, that's not really the case. There was a uh, a, 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 a survey that came out this past week and found that 79% of black women say that crime is a very serious problem. Overall, the pollsters found that 92% of the voters in surveys in both national and battleground states says crime is a serious problem, 57% who say it's a very serious problem. Now, um, women, uh, nearly 80% of black women say crime is a very serious problem compared mm -hmm, to 61% mm -hmm. of black men. And, um, you know, so... so um, so this, uh, it, it, it's all a canard and a lie that, that, that somehow people in the, uh, pe pe black people in, in black neighborhoods, uh, are, you know, they want to be protected from the animals out there as well. You know, Correct. their safety, this is true, their safety is being threatened because bullets come through the window and yeah. bullets kill their little children in in drive-by shootings so why wouldn't these people what what it it, um, it 
it's almost like, really? 80% of black women say crime is a very serious problem? Well, well, hell yeah. Yes, why indeed. Would it, why would anybody be surprised at that? Yeah. You know, uh, so, so that, that's uh, an, another, you know, when you're really, it, it just comes down to when you really look into uh, the facts. Uh, is 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 that the 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 ideological nonsense spewed out uh, is uh, you know uh, about what is and what truth is? Going back to what we were just talking about about Ms. Williams' article, uh, uh, none of this is true. None of this is true. Mm, mm. It's it, it, it's uh, and when truth comes out, people get flabbergasted. No kidding, black people actually want police protection. Son of a bitch. What was the other thing? I I, I, I don't know if our listeners know, but last. Tuesday or Wednesday, I forget mm -hmm, which, mm -hmm. in Oakland, let's go back to Oakland for a second, over 200 businesses owned by blacks, whites, Asians, whoever owned these businesses. But, but they, primarily minority businesses, yeah. That's right. They shut down for a day. Yeah. In, 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 a, in, in, a form of, in a form of protest and like yeah. a strike. They shut down because mm -hmm. their businesses uh, are... are under threat of going under because of the of rampant theft and 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 I think I th I don't know the exact number but what, what I read was fairly staggering it's just car thefts in Oakland alone are astronomical and through the roof so mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm I'm thrilled that uh, that that people they they went on a one day strike and shut their businesses yes. down. Yeah, and hopefully that will. Ha and by the way, this is going against a uh, 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 a, uh, a district attorney there who's going. Well, no, you know, we have to, we we have to take, you know, let's, you know, anybody can become a criminal, but we, we have to we have to guide them in a different way. And and the people are going to hell with that. Protect yeah. my home, protect me, me and my business. You know? And get a get a new DA in there, ladies and gentlemen. At least That's we. Right. We've got the flexibility to do that, that's right. for sure. Uh, that, that, again, is the kind of encouraging news I love to hear. Um, I, I'm going to kind of move into uh, the, the synthesis, if you will, Philip, of both my PS and, and uh, heroes. It's a family. I know you've uh, heard about this. It's, 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 it's really something of a Kafka-esque nightmare going on with you and... Hannah Lore uh, Romke, or it might be uh, Romike, but I think it's Romke. This is a beautiful family that fled from Germany in 2008 after they were fined thousands of dollars because uh, they refused to stop homeschooling, which, by the way, Philip, it, this is almost going back to the top of the show. Homeschooling was made illegal in Germany in 1918. Now, if you've got a handicapped child uh, of some sort, uh, there are, uh, uh, you know, uh, um, exceptions. But the bottom line is, uh, if you didn't enjoy what the German state is teaching, you did not have the right as a parent to homeschool your child. And so the Romkeys. Uh, were fined about $9,000, and uh, their children were picked up and being escorted by the police to school, and so they fled, uh, seeking religious asylum, 
uh, ending up in Morristown, Tennessee. A Memphis judge agreed with them. They were finally granted after a, a, a just a labyrinth of, of legal challenges an indefinite deferred action status by Homeland Security. And boom, the next thing you know, during just a, a check-in with the agency, uh, the early part of this month, the uh, parents were informed that they needed to have their passports ready in four weeks to be deported to Germany. They didn't tell them why, uh, according to a legal representative of the uh, uh, HSLDA, which is the uh, Homeschooling Legal Defense Association, uh, they're quoted as saying they were just told there was a change in orders. We don't know where the orders come down from. Uh, they may have uh, come to the local office from the field office director of the deputy field, which probably came from ICE headquarters, whether it came from the Biden administration or somebody more at the executive level. We don't know. We don't know. They were just told, get your travel documents, get ready. This beautiful family. Now imagine this, Philip. This beautiful family, given no written documents explaining the next steps, the situation, the instructions, they have two minor children who are 12 and 10 who were born in the United States. Two of their older children have married uh, American citizens. And this family, in the meantime, over uh, a 15-year period, has just established a beautiful, beautiful home here. They, uh, I'm just looking to see what it says. Right, for more than a decade, they've contributed to the cultural life of Eastern Tennessee community, teaching music, playing piano at the church, serving as a staff accompanist. Uh, Miss uh, Hugh is at Carson Newman University. Uh, two of the older children are now American citizens, blah, blah, blah. So America's supposed to be the haven of freedom and opportunity, uh, the representative from the Defense Association said, tearing this family. I'm going to actually put a pic picture on our letter this week from the land and the people they've grown to love goes against everything that we are. Somehow, Philip, hearkening back to last week, we can allow 7 million people in, pay them money, support them, but a gorgeous family like the Romkeys somehow just don't qualify. By the way, the older daughter has a, uh, a blog, some kind of a blog site or something of that nature. I think about 100,000 people watch. She is married to a young man who they spotted at the Trump rally on January 6th. And I really, sorry folks, I just wonder if there's more to this story that we'll find out, so we'll keep on it. Well, this family should have just waited a little while and snuck under, snuck across the Arizona border, <laughs> and they would have gotten their $2,000 a month, and no one would have given a damn if they homeschooled their kids. You see, you see, I, I'm obviously being sarcastic here, but, 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 <laughs> but, the, sarca but the sarcasm uh, really belies... Um, uh, some anger here. 
uh, sure. that these people, you know, because they were all talking about everybody, everybody's a, a, a refugee now, a climate refugee if they come over the border. Everybody's this, that. These people were, had, were truly uh, uh, worthy of being accepted into this country because of their circumstance, that they were being, they yeah. were being deprived of their freedom as opposed to just somebody who wants a better job and they come in through the southern border. Oh, yeah. These, pe these people went through, they, 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 they did it the right way, and which, which makes me think that how many people come to this country and apply for citizenship, wait and wait and wait and wait, and they do it the right way and they are basically being spit on and that's what exactly what's happening to this yeah. poor family too yeah and 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 philip the good news is and i'm the, i i will put this in our uh, weekly uh, uh, uh letter that you and i do um uh, there's a bill it just was uh put up in the house it's uh hr oh, bill good. 5423 and it would grant uh the rome keys permanent status as legal residents possible pathway to U.S. citizenship, and it was introduced September 12th by U.S. Representative Diana Harshberger, and it's now under review by the House Judiciary Committee, and if they have time, hopefully in their busy days now, they're going to be able to do something to delay their departure until this bill can uh, possibly get through both the House and the Senate. And uh, so our prayers go with them, and they are the P.S. and hero for me before you uh, bring us to yours, Philip, please. Well, let's. Um, we're certainly going to keep an eye on that. This is it as it moves its way through the House. Uh, I have a quick, yep. uh, quick hero this week, and it yes. is the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals, which is a uh, one of the circuits uh, court of appeals uh, dealing with states uh, such as uh, Kentucky, yep. uh, Tennessee, and various states in it, that, part, it, it's in in that part of the country. It's in Cincinnati, a hundred oh. miles down the road from. Oh, me. is that where it's based? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this this week they delivered a devastating ruling. Uh, 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 against the trans cult, yeah. Uh, and the the uh, and, and Matt Walsh, who was uh, who was who was a hero, has been keeping on top of this. Um, uh, it, 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 the case arose because of laws in Tennessee and Kentucky banning the use of puberty blockers and sterilizing cross-sex hormones on kids. The laws were passed. The laws were passed. Uh, um, well, they're catching um, up uh, with Europe. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> among other people. Well, but hold on a second. In terms of Europe, the, the laws were passed. In 2018, it, there was a video of a Dr. Shane Taylor at Vanderbilt University opening their trans clinic. And basically what she said is she emphasized it's a big moneymaker, especially <laughs> because these surgeries require a lot of follow-ups. This, this is to quote her. Yeah. So, so, so the, the states of Tennessee and Kentucky uh, uh, passed laws banning this. The ACLU, you know, of course, and, and trans activists, you know, went apeshit, pardon my French, uh, and initially uh, one judge blocked it, a ju one judge blocked it, uh, but it, w it was not a good ruling, uh, and uh, they, they, they went uh, to uh, the Court of Appeals, and, yep. uh, and according to Matt Walsh, the 
the the actual uh, writing of of the uh, of, of the ruling uh, it, it was was made no bones about it it was clear as you know left no uh, no 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 uh, um, vagueness about it all and in fact going back to what you just said one of the things they talked about is that the court explained that voters have a very good reason to believe that so-called gender affirming care including puberty blockers cross sex hormones and uh, you know, uh, 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 mutilating surgeries is dangerous. And the court also noted that many countries in Europe are starting to ban them. And we've talked about this to our listeners uh, uh, quite a, a bit, that, but, but yeah. that Finland and, and uh, 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 Sweden, places like that, who had been sort of in the forefront of saying, sure, this is good, they've actually done the research and right. they are... And they are uh, um, turning it around totally, and the court uh, wonderfully acknowledged that as well. That that mm. none of this is none of this is uh, um, is 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 scientifically based. So so kudos to the uh, sixth uh, uh, court, uh, sixth circuit court of appeals. Yes, those are, those, those are my you know people waking up. Ah. It's it's so encouraging to hear, and uh, uh, God God bless them down there in Cincinnati. And there is again, you know, in this heartland, uh, it, it doesn't have the myopic view of uh, so of my often. neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, we don't we don't hey we don't put up with coyotes. Are you kidding me? We just go we just go and out there in the garage and get that rifle out there and the shoot them and eat them. The, the only good coyote is a dead coyote right here in Indiana, folks. So anyway, but you know, it's a part of your liberal ethos. Oh, look at the beautiful nature. Holy crap, that coyote just ate a cat. What happened? Oh, wait a minute. It was our cat, too. It sort of reminds me of those wonderful residents of, uh, of Martha's Vineyard. You know, oh, we, we love immigrants. What the hell do you mean they're out in the street in front of my house? Get them out. Get them off this island. Yeah. Oh, we love you. Bye. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. They'll never live that down. But anyway. No, no, anyway. no. And they, they don't have to. That's the good news. <laughs> well, there it is, folks. The old school bell. I gave it a little bit of spin today, and it's working pretty well. But it does remind us that it's time to wrap it up and say goodbye to all of our wonderful listeners. And uh, in way of reminder, friends, regardless of what is going on in this crazy, topsy-turvy world of ours, we live in a great country. It's a free country. Let's keep it that way. Thank you, uh, uh, Sixth Circuit Court down there in Cincinnati, and our prayers again to uh, the Rome Keys that they will stay in this country fleeing uh, what really is an oppressive uh, German rule. The state knows how to teach your kids better than you. And you know, Philip, I, I predict that this... This is going to be a fight that's going to take place in this country that more and more people are going to be homeschooling and the state is going to come in. Just That's what I meant about well, the, the top state, of the, the show. That's right. The state's going to come in and it's going to be through the Democrats because the Democrats are controlled by the two large teachers unions who are both against homeschooling. So so they will sit there and um, and rant and rave about uh, about all kinds of stuff. Yeah. 
yeah. against homeschooling because they are in the pocket of the unions. Yeah. Why, mark my words, the Democrats will be doing that as this uh, uh, bill that you just talked about works its way through Congress. Let's just watch for that. Yeah, I believe it. But because it is a free country, we're going to keep it that way. We've got so much to be thankful for. I'm thankful for you, Philip, in so many ways and appreciative of our listening audience. So till we meet again, this is D. Paul Thomas. And Philip Charles McKenzie. <laughs> there, there he is, inviting you to join us next week for another podcast, friends, of Entering Stage Right. <laughs>